So if that is how it is, I don't want to be a star, but the stone on the shore. Long door, frame the wall when everything's overgrown. This is the Talent Agency. And welcome to another session of The Talent Agency. I am your GM, Nathan Blades. Uh, last time on The Talent Agency, we had the Grand Theft AI, uh, the the heist of the... Uh, well, it's not really so much a century uh, in, in the grim dark future of 2077. Thefts of petty things happen all the time. But three Shadowrunners, Nano Ranger, the wannabe Sentai, uh, Spurs, the wannabe cowboy, and uh, the Neon Hand, uh, the wannabe Carmen San Diego, uh, were all uh, charged by their Mr. Johnson, a mysterious personality with a camcorder for a head who goes by the name of Automator. He, they, he tasked them with going and finding a pop star AI named Orpheus, the first AI to ever write and produce her own songs. Uh, she was about to go and release a uh, mixtape to go and apply to a different record label. And Automator wanted these runners to intervene. And intervene they did uh, by storming into Apex Apart Hotels and uh, posing as fans. They uh, managed to uh, encounter Orpheus, but instead of stealing or destroying uh, the mixtape, they decided to steal her, uh, hacking at the bits of her programming that kept her tied to the previous company she worked for, Cadence Bank, and uh, running out of the building with the server that she's installed in strapped to Ranger's back. Uh, and so uh, we reconvene uh, with two of the three uh, heroes. Uh, Spurs is uh, taking a bit of a vacation. He wanted to see what Texas was actually like, so has gone <laughs> <laughs> to go and explore a dystopian Texas. It's really hot here. <laughs> <laughs> it's been really hot. Uh, in uh, the intervening couple of weeks, what has the neon hand been up to? Um, not too much. She obviously had to work on her prized Vespa, uh, updating it a little, because obviously that helped in the last situation with it being her remote sort of proxy server. Um, she's been working on that. She's also done a little bit of clothes shopping. Mm-hmm. Got a few more outfits, which might be useful for whatever comes next. Okay, okay. And uh, what has uh, Nano Ranger been up to in the last couple of weeks? Uh, Nano Ranger has been spending a lot of time with his mum, specifically because he's asked her to help him learn how to code properly. He knows like a little bit because he, he had to do something in building his uh, his suit, but um, he, after you know, having a hard time actually using technology <laughs> in certain circumstances, he thought it's best that he go to the person he knows who knows the most about it, and. Uh, Probably much to her consternation, she's been helping him learn. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're you're chilling, doing your 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 regular uh, Wednesday afternoon duties. Do either of you actually have a day job? No, no. Oh, pretty short. Maybe he's got like a paper round or something <laughs> that he's too old for. <laughs> <But yeah. laughs> to the kind of like no, no. He volunteers at the the community youth center. 
Okay, because yeah, I does. was about to say people still got, like, paper papers. <laughs> the poor people do. <laughs> mm, I, I think even poor people have access to the internet. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, working at your local community centre. That's good. That's uh, really, really wholesome of you, a filthy criminal. Oh. <laughs> but you get you get an email. It's uh, it's your boy, Automator. He has, uh, he's uh, got a, a new gig for for both of you. Uh, you haven't really heard from him or from Orpheus in the intervening couple weeks. You're expecting the, the person that I guess in Nana Ranger's opinion saved, um, would have maybe contacted you since, but it's been very, very quiet. Yeah. Uh, and you've been invited back to his, uh, private matrix server. Uh, the one that looks like a 1920s theater. And, uh, as you, uh, step inside the theater matrix space, only uh, two seats are illuminated in the in the kind of vast seating, a couple hundred people. And you sit down, and the curtains open. I think I think Billy maybe sits down in the one next to the ones that are lit up, and nothing happens for him. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, the thing is only kind of rigged to operate once you sit in the actual correct seats. And the uh, curtains slowly open, um, revealing not one uh, director's chair this time round, but two. Uh, the one with Automator sitting in it as normal, and sitting uh, rather placidly in the second director's chair is Orpheus. Hi. Yes, uh, welcome back to my humble abode. Abode. And there's still ghostly applause that he seems to have play for him whenever he appears on uh, this particular set. Billy, Billy also claps. Mm. Feels obliged to clap. Very good, very good, very good. Uh, since your last excursion, I have had a lot of work on my hands. Putting a wanted person under my care, he says, placidly gesturing to uh, Orpheus, who says nothing. Uh, you've also added another name to my payroll. Balancing the books is a tricky business, and I need a damn good reason for having the name of a pop star scribbled in there. Uh, you're very lucky that because she had only, and literally under 48 hours, only had just made her debut, Cadence Bank hadn't really worked out what to do with her uh, yet. Uh, she hasn't really been scheduled to have an actual, like, media scandal until another, like, two months and three days from now. So uh, what they've decided to do is kind of just pretend that she's never happened. But they remember... The public might not, but they remember that oh. they've had somebody very suddenly taken off their payroll. I appreciate that you like going above and beyond what I ask you. But kind of just kind of puffs out at that. Yeah, but uh, if that uh, puts, you know, me in danger, I mean, you can put yourselves in danger. Uh, that just means I don't have to pay you. But uh, if anything that you do could potentially filter back to me, I'm not so happy about that. So please be careful. In your future excursions, is that clear? Yeah. Yes, sir. Good. But onwards and upwards, onwards and upwards. I am going to need to acquire a new base of operations, uh, one suitably, ideally suitable for industry work uh, that's not at my actual place of work, because that would be dumb. I don't know why anybody would kind of put their major base of operations, like, where they live. That just seems really dangerous. Yeah, they, there could be people you ca care about uh, around. Yeah. I live alone, personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he idly sloshes a glass of wine that he's holding around in one hand and doesn't actually take the bait of what you just said. 
But an existing registered property won't do, so I'm going to need something off-grid, and I think I have just the place. Uh, the reclamation effort at the South Bank is still progressing incredibly slowly, but, you know, progressing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, what you're talking about. <laughs> um, for, for you, uh, I don't know if either of your characters would really hang around in London a lot. I, I know that you're Manchester-based. Mm. Uh, you're also Manchester-based, Nether Ranger. Despite the accent. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you've, you've done some work in London before, and you would have heard her on the general news, the South Blank flower bomb that happened in, uh, 2057. So, uh, a couple decades back. Oh, yeah, I think you mentioned that last time. Mm-hmm. A, uh, a group of mages who, uh, planted seeds, uh, fused with magical energy at key points along the River Thames as kind of like an eco-terrorism, the intent of disrupting some of the pollutant heavy tourist industries in the area. But it actually worked too well. There was a crippling pulse of magical energy when the uh, when the seed bombs went off way more than they were expecting, and uh, the enchantment of the seeds went wild, covering a two mile stretch south of the river in absurdly dense foliage. Uh, people in the vicinity either died from the overload of magical energy or were trapped and soon preyed upon by the summoned critters. Uh, the end result was, like, visually stunning. These plants were an uh, otherworldly kind of beautiful uh, and stretching as tall as uh, some of the buildings in the area. Uh, but there was a heavy bounty on the perpetrators considering the sudden severe loss of life, not to mention the property damage that the corporations that had uh, businesses there were not particularly happy about. And clearing up the wreckage and clearing up the uh, wayward foliage has been kind of a decades-long project. Um, met with environmental protesters and the careful hiring of anti-magic exorcists to kind of make the area like navigable to the general populace again. Uh, you can still kind of walk through it without needing to be armed, but most of the buildings there are still very much off limits and abandoned. And as you may or may not know, London Studios, which way back in the years of uh, the 2010s, uh, London Studios is where ITV, that's where their major studios are. They shoot a lot of their shows there. Um, it's been owned by various different media Media companies since then still in operation except not now because all the people that live there are now dead and the people that own the building have moved on to their other properties scattered across the uk and beyond so since it's out of use it might actually be uh, worth inspecting i'm totally willing to throw the money down for it but i need to make sure it's in kind of good condition first that it's not collapsed that any kind of like thugs that are in there have been chased out, that there might not be somebody else trying to kind of scope the place out to go buy it, that kind of thing. So essentially I'm asking you guys to do some recon. Uh, I have an additional person on the job. Uh, their name, uh, code name is uh, Kyoto Joe. I will uh, forward the contact details to you summarily and you will meet them on location. Uh, do you have any additional questions? Uh, no. No, I'm all good, darling. Okay, since this is just a recon job, this is not quite as... I don't expect this to be particularly dangerous. Uh, so you will see a solid uh, 6k new yen from this excursion, uh, providing that you come back. And uh, with favourable news would be also very good, although if it turns out that somebody else is trying to muscle in on the thing, I'll still pay you. It just, you know, uh, there might be some additional things I might need you or a different hire to go and do. But uh, if that's everything today... I am going to go back to uh, forging some paperwork. Um, if you do uh, happen to need additional assistance, would you be able to help out, Orpheus? And uh, she's like, oh, uh, yes, I, well, you know, I. Uh, the internet isn't anything particularly strange to me. I've been having a fun time cavorting about in disguise 
have not been running around as Orpheus. That would be, you know, stupid. People have to have aliases. But uh, yes, I, I've taken a bit of a scouting out of some of the, the networks there. A lot of the kind of servers in the in the space have been kind of damaged, but there's still just general wireless going. So if you need a little bit of eyes in the sky, I am your lady. And she gestures to herself with four arms. That's... I, I don't need to applaud for that. I'm not performing. I'm just trying to, you know, it's a living. It's a living. Uh, but with that, uh, I guess this is farewell. And she waves with just one hand. Automator doesn't wave at all. And the curtains uh, slide shut and uh, the lights go back up again. I thought I was supposed to clap. He always does like, at, at like a end of the sentence and has claps and... It's okay, darling. I'm sure she appreciates it. Uh, Before we star wipe to central London, is there anything you would like to do before you go? Um, No, yeah, I would probably just go and get my rather fashionable luggage and just pack up the essentials, essentially. I don't think there's anything else I need to do. I don't think I've got any contact in London. Um, Okay. Are we... Oh, that was... I should have asked. Are we staying over? Like, is it going to be a day trip? We've got down there... Cause you know what? Montage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you asking for accommodation? Shopping. Yeah. We should have, because I don't know, by the time we get down there, we've got we to get it separate place. time. We just don't ask questions. We just don't. Because <laughs> I didn't think about it. I was like, no, it's, it'd be there and back. It'd be easy. But it's real estate. It's never easy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something your character knows? Everyone knows that. <laughs> I mean, you did have to purchase the place that happened to also have basement room for your Vespa. Yes, that was such a <laughs> so. Good. That might have been a non-zero amount of effort. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the prep Billy is doing is trying to convince his mother that um, there's like another youth centre in London that they've got like an exchange project or something with that the, the kids he works with are going on a trip to London so she doesn't wonder why he's gone for a few days. I mean, you don't need my permission to go places you're, uh, you know, an adult. No, I just I just thought you worry because I've been gone for a few days and... I mean, you know, if I wanted to find you, I could easily trace your comlink. Um, what? Yes, you... Uh, not very good about securing your... I mean, I don't need to check most of the time. Like, I, I usually know where you are I, the last couple of times you've been out on um, additional jobs you've been with Spurs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he, he works with community outreach as well. She stares <laughs> he's flatly just, He's just bright red in the face and looking away. <laughs> like, yeah, I, mean, I gotta go, Mama. See, I love you. Okay, just remain safe, okay? No promises. <laughs> I'll keep an I'll keep an eye on you when I need to be. And uh, with that, the camera pulls out of, out of the apartment building that you're in, further into the sky until we're kind of getting a larger satellite shot of the UK. And it goes and pans in into London, into uh, the River Thames. Kyoto Joe is uh, happily sat at a cafe. Mm-hmm. Overlooking where we should be going, sipping a lovely espresso, generally scrolling through the feeds of whatever's happening in the social sphere of London at the moment to see if Mm. there's anything good on the nightlife. At the moment, the cafe that you're in is uh, currently owned by Centrism Corp. And as you go and check the news feeds, you get an automated uh, advert that's playing on your AR because, of course, it's going to be. And it's like, Centrism Corp, your world is perfect already. And you... <laughs> Thank you, I'm I thought that joke so was funny. I'm so sick of 
adverts all the time. Uh, I just want to enjoy the feed and enjoy my coffee. But no, I have to have corporate shenanigans rammed down my throat. And then those dystopian adverts that say your actual name. Like they've got a morph on now. Oh, yeah, they've, they've... Oh, yeah, they're fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, getting a personalised advert for yoghurt, and I'm like, I don't... I, I'm, like, vaguely lactose intolerant. I don't even eat yoghurt. Your 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 data gathering's fucking terrible. <laughs> I hate you. Otherwise, the kind of just general uh, nightlife that you're being told about. There's a news report about a club having opened uh, underneath the Shard Arcology called the Black Box um, that is currently taking very, very exclusive clients the price of Lakshmi's smart fabric suede has increased by another 15% but then this one also is waterproof which suede shouldn't be what the hell <laughs> and just general classic tips about the shui things to wear on uh, Tuesday nights out you also get an alert on your phone you're, you've been given an, a, an email by Automator that has uh, put a program onto your comlink that uh, tells you when specific comlinks are in range and you see, looking at the little 3D GPS that you're projecting um, locally, that a um, what looks like a really anime-looking motorcycle helmet that you can kind of tell is a Super Sentai mask is uh, kind a, of... With a beefy hat on top of it. <laughs> kind of like a drifting in, um, saying it's within 500 metres. So can I talk to them? Uh, yeah, you can, go, you can go give them a call. <laughs> I want to do it without nano range and knowing that I'm calling. <laughs> You've been briefed so far about what the job is, um, without having to explain it to you again. It's the same brief that Automator gave, but also uh, just kind of like their their stage names, uh, vaguely what they look like. Um, but you've been given specifically the phone location data of Nano Ranger. I am going to call Nano Ranger. Can we say that we're on the back of my moped because we took it on the train with us or however we got down there? Absolutely. So he's currently hanging on for dear life. Yeah. To me, which makes him slightly uncomfortable because he's such an innocent young thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As you speed past Monument, uh, you get you get a phone call. Mom? Oh, Nano Ranger. It's, <laughs> it's lovely to see that you're on your way. Who, uh, who, who is this? It's Kyoto Joe. Oh, yeah, uh, yes. Hi. Uh, Nano Ranger here. Uh, what what is your location? I'm sat at the corporate cafe across the way from where we should be. We'll be right there. But I don't think he's a professional. <laughs> <laughs> and with that exchange, we'll go into uh, we'll go into turn order, I guess. Uh, for now, I'm going to say that it will be Nana Ranger, then Neon, and then Kyoto. So uh, Nana Ranger. Your, the the Vespa pulls within range of uh, this uh, Centrism Corp Cafe. Yes. Uh, and what's your character's name? We got a neon. Neon. And, uh, neon kind of like peels my fingers out of her like rib cage. <laughs> he just kind of takes a second to collect himself, and he's I guess he's, he's so he can see Kyoto Joe. Um. Well, Kyoto Joe's I'm outside. I'm like to describe myself currently because I've got the dynamic hair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sat in a very very bright PVC purple jacket. Okay. With matching pants. Okay. And high heels and a boy George esque hair sweep so across that... one side. And I am an orc that's so about I, six foot eight. I, I turn to neon and go, it's not here. <laughs> I slowly straighten your scarf and everything like oh you dear sweet child 
what? I don't see anybody shady or anybody who who looks like they could be like super in a like shadow running. I'm assuming you're Nano Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> Kyoto Joe, I take it. Yes. The neon hand. Lovely to meet you. Ah, na- Nano Ranger, and it stands the hand of the scarf. Oh, so isn't that wonderful? You're shorter than I thought you would be. You're not. You're not going to shake it. Oh yes, of course. Oh hey, yeah, cool. Because it just it, it's cool. Anyway, yeah. Um, I'm not short. I'm just compact. It's a wonderful outlook to have. You look kind of familiar. Have I met you before? Maybe once upon a time. Lost episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, that's that's true. Uh, for for the folks at home. Uh, this is the second version of, uh, of Mission 3. Uh, the first version of Mission 3 I wrote was maybe a little... Well, it's not too politically spicy. It just happened to be also really hot that day. So uh, after the, the fan fiasco of Mission 1, I decided to make sure that I would only record on quieter days. Uh, so... However, the the uh, notes for that one, if you ever want to run any of my scenarios, will be up in the show notes of this episode. So if you want to run it yourself, that details will be there for you to do. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. I'm making a point of making sure... Because, I don't know, it's it's neat when... Uh, I might as well keep this in. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's neat when people kind of do the uh, the custom content for their campaigns and then you're like oh but i also want to run the adventure zone wonderland how did he do the thing i don't know he didn't say it's nowhere for me to do i just have to guess and it's probably not going to be as good um and it's you you know some sometimes they do actually release it later down the line he might if actually people ask him go ask griffin to release his campaign notes do it uh, he wong it all just wing it <laughs> I wing most of this too, but notes are useful sometimes. Statting stuff is also useful. Right. But yes, I, I, in case anybody would like to also go and partake in this madness, or if they just don't want to stat some things, uh, I'm trying to keep the notes around and available. What a cool thing for a podcast GM to yes. do. I applaud that. Uh, uh, uh. Yay. Self-gratification. That's going to be kept in the audio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love you, Nathan. Shit. God, and you're so pretty too. Yeah. Well, this is, this is, just so you get, you got a plot point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just give you a plot point for that. Thanks. Well, uh, I knew emotional bribery was going to work. I would have started sooner. Well, you know, uh, it has to escalate though. You've got to this is what the fans want. This they is want what the fans, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, is there anything else you would like to do during your narration, Nana Ranger? Um. No, I'm okay for now. Okay. Thank you. So, uh, Neon. Uh, we've we've met we've met Mr. Kyoto Joe. Darling, would it be too hard to ask for a twirl? No, of course not. I'm, I'm I'm always happy to twirl. I mean, I'm a dancer at heart, of course. Of course, yeah, I twirl. As he twirls, I change my uh, Mac, which we all know as a coaching ability, to match the purple of his outfit. So when he spins back around, we're complimenting. Well, that is. Wonderful. And yourself, Na- Nano Ranger? has glitter in his eyes right now, looking at it, he's like, I can't do that, but that's awesome. Coincidentally, his uh, his suit is also purple, if yeah. I recall. So, <laughs> theme colours! And he looks down and goes, oh! <laughs> Everyone colors. jumps in the air and freezes <laughs> a la anime yeah, ending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've not even, like, reached the mission yet. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't get too excited. Everyone just walks <laughs> We're done here, guys! Mm-hmm. Uh, as 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 you all kind of like strike a dramatic pose, uh, you look over 
onto the, uh, I'm going to say that the cafe is on the north side of the river. And as you look into the south side of the river, you can kind of see the kind of remnants of the destruction of the flower bomb. Um, it was very, very localized, but there were so many, it stretches along pretty much from where the London Eye once was like 20 years ago, um, to pretty much where like the Oxo Tower um, is the range of the, the bombs actually kind of went halfway across the water. So the bridges are almost like perfectly bisected between covered in jungle foliage and not. Um, are there or are there not really cool future sci-fi magic lily pads? Um, there are actually a decent number of water plants um, that have grown magically in... So uh, 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 only about maybe 10% that there were previously because it was affecting the water flow and flooding some areas. Right. So they kind of had to do some major alterations to stop this event from actively damaging the city beyond the, the low... It caused a lot of damage, oh, right. this one event. I was thinking um, like a cool tunnel love scenario, but... It's very pretty, but yeah. it caused a lot of infrastructural damage, unfortunately. Um, yeah, and you can kind of you can kind of see roughly um, where London Studios is supposed to be uh, on the other side from where you are. I take it you've been here a while. Have you noticed anything? Uh, anything that could come in handy? I have not at the moment, but I will have a quick look in a moment to see if there is anything that I can perceive. That is fine. Uh, so you have no. Um, are you local to the area? I am not. No, I've I've travelled down from the north, as you wish. Oh, where where in the north? Um, around about Manchester area. No way! <laughs> Second pause. <laughs> <laughs> all all should be tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Never some, forget. Like, it's perfectly split between kind of like an organic bee and some kind of like cyber exoskeleton oh, that's bee. Cool. Like, yeah. Oh. No, no, it's exactly the thing from uh, the Richie Rich movie. What? It's got to be. No, Rich, the Richie Rich movie where they've got the mechanical bee. Oh, I was I... thinking more like the honeycomb could be almost like data lattice. Oh, that's good too. <laughs> And with the realm of dynamic tattoos for zero point five essence, you can have all of these. Um, I'll gather the party as it were, and I'll start heading off in that direction, just um, looking about to see what I can see. Yeah, um, you 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 kind of make your way over to the to the south side. Uh, you would expect there to be a large number of construction vehicles, but it's actually pretty quiet. Yeah. Um, it seems that at this point the amount of actual reclamation work has kind of calmed down. Maybe the money is being diverted elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they just actually decided that they don't care anymore. Fair enough. So it's just one guy with a pair of shares, like... <laughs> Ineffectually trying to yeah. kind of cut a line in half and just... Oh, no! As you approach mm-hmm. the... Uh, as you approach where London Studios is, uh, you go and see that beyond the chain link fence, there's been a, there's a chain link fence set up uh, around the space that wasn't there when it was in operation um, with just general keep-out signs in various languages. It's in vague disarray. Uh, you can see three figures on the other side. Mm-hmm. Can I make sort of any sort of roll to see if I can discern? Who you can make are? a perception check yeah. uh, against me. That's logic plus willpower. <laughs> Interestingly enough, uh, perception check was the first roll of last game as well, and I have a feeling that's how this kind of thing works. Uh, how many successes? Five. Are you happy with that? Well, I, I, what do you see? Um, yeah, I see. I'm going to say I see a realtor. Mm-hmm. Um, an on-site security guy who's making sure he doesn't straight too far mm-hmm. and a potential buyer because someone thinks the area is still worth saving cool those are the, they, they, those are the three figures that are inside the uh, 
the the encampment. They haven't noticed you yet. Uh, I want to usher these guys to somewhere where we won't be seen, but still close to. Her. Want to find like an entry point for the Jalen fence, basically, but out of sight of those three characters. Okay, so you're, you're going to start patrolling around. I'm the, the least inconspicuous character. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, yeah <laughs> all of you are like somewhere between yeah. Violet and Fuchsia. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would like to spend a plot point. Uh, the reason I was nondescript about my luggage is because I want to add things to everyone. <laughs> yes, that is that is that is allowed within reason. Cool. Uh, what are you pulling out of your luggage? Right. So. Oh no. Uh, because obviously, uh, being a Carmen Diego fan and a, and a Sailor Moon fan, uh, all of her sort of accoutrement uh, makeup themed. Mm-hmm. So I just want this to be a really, really strong pair of um, nail clippers that can be used to cut wire. That's all I'm after. Yeah, that's that's entirely a thing that you're allowed to do. Give me that plot point. I will say, um, as a special mechanic for you, yeah. every mission, every run, yeah. you get to pull three things yes. out of your bag. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, it costs a plot point to do each one. Yep, that's right. And they have no mechanical benefits, so you can't attack with them. I wouldn't. Just, yeah. just, just <laughs> yeah. setting the ground rules for the for the general audio. No, that's absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much for that. No problem at all. So, we're we taking bets now of, on how long it is until it's a dildo. Because no. it's going to happen. No, <laughs> I'm not. Neon is not that type of girl. Oh, all right, then. That's fine. <laughs> it would be a field door, and you know it. <laughs> 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 and uh with that uh um uh kyoto kyoto j kyoto j save me save me from this hell uh, you 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 started to shuffle your way away from the three figures standing near the entrance of the building maybe to look for an uh, an alternate entry point well that bag looks awfully useful it's, you appear to have Got a wonderful amount of things in there. Could I have a look inside, or is it for your eyes only? Believe me, I, I understand if it's for your eyes only until you trust me further. No, we. Um, I, th- I think it's fine. We we have the same uh, unscrupulous people uh, in common. Uh, I have absolutely no issue with this. But I'm going to hold on to these for a second and just keep them. Excellent. Oh, field though. Anyway, so you set them up. He knocks them down. <laughs> Well, it would appear that we have some people with a bit of interest in the property that we're trying to acquire. Um, now, if we sneak into the building, they're, they're still going to be interesting in, in purchasing it. So I feel that we should try and put them off a little bit. Don't you? I agree. I suppose there's, there's a number of ways we could do that, but are you thinking anything in particular? I am not thinking anything in particular right now, but... I think we could make a nuisance of ourselves as potential squatters of this property that won't give up without a fight, if so to speak. What, so I'm going to, like, scare them off? Or... Yes. Okay. Can you do scary Nano Ranger? Uh, uh... No. No. We can work on it, though. I'm, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm sure we can get you there. Okay. Oh, uh, and then he... <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, can I... I, I don't know. I'm going to need to spend a plot point. Is there, like, a... Are we inside right now? You are outside the, oh, the outside. building. You're kind of standing outside the chain link fence. Um, he gets the, 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 um, the nano scarf thing to do like a shadow puppets thing of like a huge dinosaur against the wall. It's like, oh, this could work. <laughs> Maybe. But it's fairly convincing. I would like to think. Well, that is rather we'll good. see when it matters and yeah. we make some rolls, but Fair maybe enough. it could yeah. be convincing. But maybe 
Not dinosaurs. I don't think they're known round these parts, Nano Ranger. Yeah, you are <laughs> <laughs> generally picks up a plot point. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you're generally aware um, that usually when magic effects happen in areas where there are um, things like plants and animals and they get infused with magical abilities, sometimes it kind of uh, wild shapes them a little bit. Uh, People tend to call them critters. So in the same way that you might find uh, a giant irradiated rat in a kind of like fallout setting, you might find a magically irradiated rat in this kind of setting. So critters have been a problem with the, with the flower bomb. Yeah, the, ma- the magical ways have affected a lot of the kind of animal wildlife that lived in the area as well. There was a lot of gigantic magical pigeons that needed to be progressively removed. It was a problem. <laughs> So you're, you're, you're deciding that you maybe want to go and, uh, surprise them into thinking you're squatters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Shall we, shall we make these dreams a reality? Don't let dreams just be dreams. Yes, we shall. I don't know how. Um. So I can run on walls. You can run on walls. Ah, uh, it's pretty cool. So I can, I can go, I can get up the wall and, and maybe like jump down. Ah. Yes, I, we, that would be good, but I think we should focus on getting inside the building first. Oh, well, in that case, I can run on walls. Does it work on chain link fences? I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, looks really puzzled for a while and, like, gets his little deck put out and does some, like, typing, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, excellent. We can do that. Um, and I pass my narration. Cool. Uh, so I'm just going to run over the chain link fence. Uh, mm, I'm just going to spend a plot point so <laughs> to do work. a thing. <laughs> and go and give me an edge plus edge roll. Oh, shit. Two. Um, you touch the fence... Um, with your uh, <laughs> with your gloves with your with your na- your nano scarf and uh, even before you actually kind of put it all the way there is a large spark <laughs> oh it's uh, electrified wonderful <laughs> you're good you didn't actually um, fortunately uh, it kind of reacted to the the metal in the scarf and caused okay. a large spark suggesting that the thing is electrified without you physically oh, so touching less, it. Uh, like a, oh, yeah, oh, okay. that, that maybe caught you by surprise. <laughs> oh, okay, so I can run up walls. So not electrified fences. No. I would suggest we don't do that. Okay, then. I'm sorry. Uh, can I make up some kind of perception check? I know that was a wrong Yes, book, can you I, can yeah. absolutely make a perception cool. check. One, two, three, four. Six. Ooh, we match. What do you see? The, I guess the fence is pretty long and expansive. Um, and it's obviously, I can't get over it, but I, I'd like, I, it's a bit further down the way. Mm-hmm. I can see some kind of like, uh, guard box slash kind of control room maybe for the electrification. Okay. Or at least kind of access point from this side. Yeah. There is a, there is a little kind of like, it's not, it's not dilapidated because it's old. It's dilapidated because it's been there and not really like looked after very much in the time that they built it to protect the place. But yeah, there's a tiny little guard station. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to make my way over there. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, let, I look like something. Let's go. Good idea. Okay. Yeah, you make your way over to the the, the guard station. Um, it's currently unmanned. Um, it looks like there would be somebody sitting in it and keeping an eye on things. But you get the strong suggestion, considering how kind of quiet it is. There's been no activity from industry for a while. Have they just given up on the South Bank now? Do they just not care? That's a sad thought. I don't know if I can say it's about that perception that there's a control box in there, but... 
Um, I mean, yeah, you can you you kind of just generally inspect the place. There is a um, there is a generator with a, a big kind of like lock over it. Um, there is filthy and dilapidated looking seat and a desk uh, in there. You can see kind of through the plastic glass. So uh, you wouldn't be able to kind of very break it seeing down, but you can kind of see through um, that there's that inside. There's a door also locked to prevent you from easy access into this guard station. Cool. I'll pass my narration. Mm-hmm. Hi, Neon. Uh, Neon is going to tear her hair back and inspect the lock. Yeah. A little bit more. Um, and then see if she can try and... Can this turn break lock? Yeah. Cool. Um, what kind of roll am I going to oh, make yeah, you sure. do to break oh, the rock? Because that's a, that's going to be a skilled roll. Cool, cool. cool. Uh, um, what kind of skills would you like to use if if you can justify a skill you already have before I make you choose one? It wouldn't really be athletics, stealth, or hacking, would it? Or close combat? I haven't got one. Okay. Um, I mean, you could try and close combat the thing off you <laughs> using a weapon. I could have extremely sharp stilettos. I'm akin for that. Do you? What weapons do you have on you? I have like a stun baton and yeah, that might not break it. No, that wouldn't. Okay, um, you do, however, have uh, your your little bolt cutters. I'm going to have you make an escape artist roll, which defaults cool. to agility. Mm, damn, three successes. Yeah, how'd you break the lock open? Um, yeah, I'm just gonna. Uh, could I actually kick it? Like, I'm not gonna yeah. test like it was a sharp or anything, but just yeah. meaty enough that. It manages to catch in between the two and just force it off. Yeah, that, that lock pops open. Yeah. Um, no problem. You have access to inside this shitty little guard station. I open the door and usher the gentleman in. Nana Ranger was totally still looking through the window as you kicked the door open and he jumped Amar. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I mean, if um, it's time to go in, it's time to go in, isn't it? Yes. Less sass, please, Nana Ranger. Oh. <laughs> Um, I am going to use my main action to change my hair. So I'm going to start the process of it going into a tight crop. Yeah, you can just do that for free. It's yeah. going to see your, your hair slowly starts changing. It twinges a bit when you do that, but you're used to it now. Yeah, and um, I'm going to grow out a moustache mm-hmm. as well. Um, there is a generator in this room. I am going to... Try and turn it off with an engineering roll. Yeah. Did you stealth by cropping your hair and growing a moustache? No way. Oh, it's not like that's like superheroes have different costumes for stealth. Like you've got like <laughs> moustache crop. <laughs> like, no, no. I'm stealthy that, when I have my moustache. All <laughs> oh, right. Like in Young Justice, they've got like a button that makes the costume go black when they're doing a stealth mission. Huh. And I'm like, oh, huh. what's that? So. I'm trying to think of members of Young Justice that would already have like a predominantly black costume and that would be useless. Why do I even have this skill? It's two plus my logic, which is two. So like <laughs> okay. four. Why <laughs> doesn't have it? Because he just wears a black t-shirt and jeans. <laughs> edge. <laughs> okay, you're going to spend a point of edge to re-roll your failures. Cool. Yeah, one success. Um, yeah, you start to um, prod... At the it, the the lock on it was a bit rusty, so you're able to open it and get to the kind of panel on the inside. And as you start trying to um, go through the routines to turn it off, you you 
filter. Uh, you maybe don't one of the one of the labels isn't very clear as to what it does, um, and you try and push a button that you shouldn't, and it shocks you, and you take uh, one point of stun damage. Excellent. Well, um, I don't seem to have done a very good job on this one. Um, Nano Ranger, would you care to have a look? Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Can't hack it because it's not a computer. No, it's not. So my new skill is useless. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'll make an engineering one, which I don't have, so that defaults to just logic, would it? Yes. It goes in with, like, his regular hands, because the, the scarf's too big. Two hits. I, I, uh, how do I, how do I phrase, phrase the thing? He's dead, isn't he? No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. You don't shock yourself. Okay. Um, but the, um, the, the, it's now making a very loud whirring and rattling noise. Oh, no. Um, hair is standing up on like on the back of your hands, just just very slightly. That that you can feel a faint charge in the air. Um, oh, oh, guys! So uh, from in from inside uh, from a, a short distance away, uh, you hear somebody saying, "Aha!" Ah! And uh Why everybody keep doing this to me? And uh uh the sound of footsteps trudging through kind of like brush so you can hear something like rustling through maybe like ankle height foliage. Um uh, who is is everybody inside the uh the, the guard station? Uh you can kind of hear uh, muffled um but relatively close. It's like, ah uh the reading of the th- of my of my meter is going off. Uh I can I, the, this this must be the, the magical activity and the fussing and fastidiousness as he's kind of grumbling to himself about magical activity and readings. And uh, with that we're gonna go and move over to uh Neon. Okay, cool. In that case, I want to roll a stealth check and then see if I can spot this guy to get a better idea of who he is. Okay. Um, yeah, go make a stealth roll against this against this person. So, yeah, I should probably change the colour of my jacket as I do this. I mean, you can make that as the nature of the roll. That's True. not an active thing that you have to Come do. Come uh, oh, <laughs> that did not go well. But I have something. Do I have something? Oh, okay. I get two more dice. I'm cat like, so I get two more dice on stealth rolls. Okay, which neat. is handy. How many successes? Three. Are you happy with that level of success? I'm gonna have to be. Okay. Uh, yeah. As you um, you 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 poke your head outside of the guard station. Um, now um, your 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 coat and a kind of like speckled slate grey. Uh, flecks of green, trying to kind of, you're, you're kind of do, trying to do basic optic camo. It seems that you don't really need to, because he's very much paying attention. There, there's a dwarf in a uh, tweed waistcoat, um, corduroy jeans and big combat boots. He has very thick glasses that uh, seem to obviously be also be doubling up as his main comms, because he's not really looking at a, ma- a regular computer screen. He's just kind of staring around and at his hand, and there's nothing so you can see in his hand, so he's clearly projecting something. Um, as he's kind of like looking around the area to try and see what uh, alerted him to the presence of magic. Um, he seems to be slowly realising that he was maybe picking up something else. He's now kind of grumbling about kind of like interfering electromagnetic waves. In that case, I'm just going to get on the comms and be like, uh, darlings, we have a nerd incoming and pass my narration. Yeah. Oh, uh, for think- what it's worth, he's standing inside the fence. Oh, he's inside the Yeah, fence. he's inside the chain link fence. Oh, right, so he wouldn't be able to get to us from... 
Oh, is there another die into the security booth, or the only the one? Um, no, yeah, this is a. That um, would have been really bad if we did. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanders into the security booth. Is like, hi, hello. No, don't worry. Uh, it seems that he was already inside the chain link fence and came around. Ah, so there must be another one. Either I'll pass my ignoration on. So can I see the dwarf? Um, yeah, if you peek your head outside, you can see him. Um, excuse me. You, uh, you there. Hello. Um, how did you? Get in inside the fence. Well, I'm looking to, uh, what, what business is it of yours? We also want to be inside the fence. Well, have you, uh, are you scheduled to have a look around? I spent a good period of time, uh, making sure to book this particular showing around of this property. Yeah, so yes, get yes, a look at the yes, place. we are. Well, I was assured by my agent that this slot from 3.30pm to 5.30pm was entirely my slot, so I don't know why you are here. I'm, I'm afraid that we have 3.15 till This is entirely unacceptable. I'm going to have to... Jennifer! Jennifer! And he, he storms, he storms uh, uh, away um, right back round the corner to the front. Anyway, I am going to now try and get us inside by... Smashing this generator with my hammer, and I pull, reach to my back. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back out because <laughs> might be a wise idea. This yeah. could go horribly wrong, couldn't it? Um, I reach to my back, and a handle, a telescopic handle, comes out, and it comes out with a huge anime-style hammer, mm. and um, I go to attack. Go make a close combat roll. How many successes? successes. Uh, yeah, uh, you 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 hit it. What's the base damage of the hammer? It's five physical damage. Oh yeah, you smash this thing. <laughs> Tell me how you destroy this generator. Um, it's full on anime style. Just overhead swing. Overhead swing. Feet in the air between my legs, kind of slamming down the hammer onto it. Yeah, it crumples inwards. Um, there is a very loud bang, and uh, you feel. Um, everybody's um, hair in the room stands immediately on end uh, as there is a large electromagnetic pulse um, and then that immediately vanishes. If any of you kind of have AR heads-up displays, they fizzle and dip out for a bit before coming back in. Oh man. Kyoto Joe is something else, right? Thank you for listening to The Talent Agency, the queerest cyberpunk actual play podcast you know. If you've been listening since Mission 1, thank you so much for sticking with us. If this is your first mission, you've picked a great one. It gets really wild from here on out. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please do give us a rate in the review. Your feedback is what makes this podcast better. If you leave a setting or mission suggestion in a five-star review, I'll read it out in an episode and do my best to work it into a future session. You can also give me your cruelest feedback on Twitter. Reach me at WriterBlades. You can also find show notes and formatted GM notes for completed missions at arslingua.co.uk. Now let's get back to our mission. Well, I think we can now try the running up of the fence and the cutters, I I feel, don't you? Uh, Yeah, cool. 
and he just, I guess, he runs up the fence. I don't know. I pass, I pass my narration on it. Right, yeah. and... You climb the fence, I'm not going to have you. Well, no, I don't need to roll for that. So, like an <laughs> eight foot high chain link fence. There are holes in it for your fingers. Okay, I can do it. See? That was wonderful, no, Ranger. Yeah, yeah. good. You are now on the other side of that fence. Can, can you guys do that? Because no, I got nothing. As you kind of like stare back to them, I spent a plot point, and uh, the Tweedy-looking dwarf, a frustrated-looking elf in a business suit with a pencil skirt pinstripe, marches round, um, and a human guard with. Oh, no. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, also, store also kind of storms around nightstick out, being like, "So what's going on here then?" So they said that. Oh, what are you doing on this side of the fence? Uh, you can do this, Nano Ranger. Magic. Well, I don't. I and the, <laughs> he's very. He's kind of like. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Like spitting um, fingers as he did the sky. He he. Uh, the the dwarf looks flabbergasted and outraged. Um, the the elf in the business suit looks like they need another cup of coffee really really badly. And the um, security guard waves his nightstick at you and says, "You're not supposed to be on this property. I have only I'm only charged with having these two people in." Um, I've been told that you're supposed to be looking at the property as well. Well, you're going to have to come back until this gentleman is done. Uh, bye! <laughs> Just run. You're running inside. So, yeah, you, you, um, you... Uh, do you try to run past them? No, it's kind of opposite. The other direction, yeah. You used to start to run away and the security guard starts to give chase. Look at me He got uh, nothing for this. Uh, the security guard starts to give chase um, and he, he, he goes and chases after you. Uh, go and make uh, an athletics run. <laughs> Looks like see. this is turning into a rescue mission. Well... Bit of variety never hurt. That's very true. I like. I, I can't use my pseudo light body, can I? It's jumping tests, but you're just trying to outrun him. Uh, three. Um, Are you happy with that level of success? I'm going to spend the to get away from this guy. Okay, reroll your failures. And um, four. Let's okay. Go. Yeah. Um, he's 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 giving chase, um, but you see him kind of uh, trip on a large vine and pratfall. I'm sorry. Um, cursing as you run around uh, as in, and you start approaching like the front of London Studios again. Um, with that, we'll move back around to uh, to Neon. Um, there is the uh, the corduroy tweed dwarf and the uh, business suit elf staring at you, confused and kind of angry <laughs> on the other side of the chain link fence. Why? Why? I is just, he with you? You just hear, I'm sorry. <laughs> First thing I do is get on my comms and like, darling, you can find us again if you need to using your comms. And I just start clipping it even though they're looking at me. Cause <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> clip your way through. They <laughs> just the best way this could have gone. <laughs> they just stand there and watch you do it because... The it seems that the 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 dwarf is about to kind of have a, a mild like uh, anxiety attack. The the elf um, pulls out a very very slim card and holds it to her ear and starts mumbling into it. Uh, in that case, I'm going to go, darling, darling. There's no need for that, and then I'm going to tease her. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, go make a close <laughs> combat roll. <laughs> Best roll of the game. She's dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. The four sixes. Yep. <laughs> I don't know why I'm rolling against it, but I'm going to... Okay, so you hit in excess of two. Um, what's the base damage of the... Six uh, strength? Uh, six stone. Six stone. New toes are real good. Um, <laughs> she drops her card phone and her a very expensive uh, looking kind of briefcase. They fall into the foliage and immediately you just can't see that, that phone card anymore. It's just covered in, in, in leaves. She drops to her knees, um, kind of like gasping for air <laughs> um, and wordlessly kind of like stares at you in shock and now fear um the dwarf immediately cowers on his knees puts his hands over his head a a a kind of device falls out of his his side pocket onto the floor can i pick up that device i'll inspect it later by just go i do believe dear your appointment's been cancelled now if you wouldn't mind just chewing go and give me an intimidation roll Oh, crap. Uh... That defaults to charisma. Ooh, that's a bad six. Or if you have con, you can use that as well Ooh, as a convincing. Yeah, I have con. Ooh, God, that's not good. Spend it. Yeah, well, real two dice first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. No, edge. I <laughs> <laughs> only have one edge, so that was not worth it. Two successes, nothing. They kind of just don't, they don't move. They, 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 they keep eyes on both of you, but uh, the elf doesn't motion to get her to, to reach for anything. The dwarf watches you take the device and goes, you don't know how to use... um, And then continues to say nothing and just stares at you. This, uh, <laughs> you just saw Neon um, just tase this, 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 this elf uh, and terrify this dwarf. Um, I pull out my taser and just go, matching tasers! Excellent! And you pop, are a treat! <laughs> pop it away. Um, Mr. Mr. Dwarf, what is your name? Um, uh, you can call me, um, pr- pr- Professor Gumbles. Professor Gumbles? That was a terrible voice. That's not even the voice that I had set previously. Let me do that again. Um, you, you can call me Professor Gumbles? Uh, pr- Professor Gumbles. Please don't use that. That The taser or the device? I mean, neither of them. You don't well, know I how mean... to use that one. And I know that you know how to use that one clearly, and I'd rather you not. I just menacingly click mine a couple of times. Ah! What does the device do? Or we shall both use tasers. Well, um... That device is, uh... It's supposed to track a very specific type of magical energy... Energy. Um, so, how to put this in a way that uh, people who are not professors of the, uh, the the arcade arts will understand? I click my taser. <laughs> I'm explaining. Be explaining. nice. Um, <laughs> though that device will track uh, magical essence that normally people who you would describe as adepts or mages can see they can they can interact with with the with essence in a way that we non awakened people cannot uh but but with the right technology and research it can be scanned and that device is supposed to be looking for a specific type of magical essence 
Um, but it's very delicate and uh, it, it was also very expensive to produce. So I would recommend that you return that to me and let us go. Why are you looking for a specific type of magical entity in this place specifically? In this place? Yes. And he kind of like gestures to the very not supposed to be electric blue oak trees in the nearest vicinity. I will rephrase my question. What exactly are you looking for and what do you hope to find here? Well, um, we know that spirits are a thing. Like the elemental essences of of nature and life itself but we don't see you know when when we don't see uh, i hate using this term because it's so and so we don't see ghosts really um they're relatively undocumented but there have been rumors so you're a ghost hunter i i i prefer the para para scientists but ghost hunter then Parascientists, sir! Sir. Ghost hunter. Fine. <laughs> she gives you a little hug. <laughs> Best friends. <laughs> like, and not just a hug, it's like, little foot goes up at the end. She's proper, like, aww. Oh, Excellent. Um, <laughs> well, are you interested in purchasing this place? Hmm. Um, well... I, uh, he, he, he looks over to the estate agent and uh, the estate agent is still reeling. From <laughs> I, again, I will rephrase my question. Um, no, and looks back to you and says, it's fine. It's the only way I could look at the property. It's the only way I could look at the property. So you're not interested in purchasing? Not especially. Um, if it turned out to be uh, a wonderful research location, it would make sense to uh, put down the new yen to secure um, it as a research site. But uh, we're not looking to uh, build a mall on it, or if that's what you're saying. Ha, ha, ha. So does this beep if there are ghosts around, Mr. Ghost Hunter? Well, ideally, it was supposed to track around uh, specific types of uh, ghosts. Trying to detect human essence in non-human, like, situations, if that makes sense. It's complicated, to put simply, but... You know, if I'm finding human essence and there is no human there, that's weird. Excellent. Is it on? Well, I was, uh, I, I thought I found a, a signal. It, it, it started going haywire. Uh, uh, a yes, we, ago. we, we did dick about with the generator when you arrived, so. Well, that was... would explain the electromagnetic interference. Why? Uh, I don't even need to ask why. I'm just asking why you're trying to put me to sleep with a taser, sir. This isn't... I'm just a humble researcher. Well, we have interests in this property, and I thought you would have had interests as well, which you do, but I don't believe you're going to try and purchase the property now. Um, if we give you back your device, will you kindly fuck off? Uh, yes. If I don't give the device back, will you also fuck off if I threaten to tase you? I mean... <laughs> can I can I like that game a little bit or that? All right. I don't know. You could like you could say, um, we might buy it. You could come back once like we bought it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to spend a plot point to say that 
as this is happening, right. Nano Ranger makes an arc round the building <laughs> and just arrives back to us with the guard just like lay on the floor I... somewhere behind him. Well, can I resolve a thing first before yeah. that kind of thing occurs? I'm going to make you make some kind of social role so you can either con, intimidate, negotiate to kind of I make none of those point. things. Well, it defaults to charisma. <laughs> <gasps> One success. Okay. Um, as you, if you, if you keep that, it will be a lump of circuitry in your hands, a waste of your time and my money. Um, so I would recommend you let me leave with it, at least. I will let you leave with it on the basis that if we encounter anything strange once we've acquired the property, you will return to investigate. Well, I I suppose that's fine. That still lets me do my research. And he uh, produces a um, small business card actually made of you know physical material it's not uh, it's not a digital one and uh hands it to you uh and it's for a um a research lab in Shoreditch. excellent um a professor gumbles parascientist and a location in Shoreditch on it excellent well it was wonderful to meet you professor gumball gumbles sir i know i know oh. i can read sir You've misspelt Ghost Hunter. Yes, you have misspelt Ghost Hunter. Can I have my research devices back now, please? Give it to me. He snatches it from you, and with um, more speed than you would figure he would manage, considering um, he's kind of like relatively up to his thigh in foliage, just sprints away. You've you've forgotten your agent. He's gone. (laughs) He's gone. And... uh, after he he vanishes, uh, coming round the corner uh, is Nano Ranger. Can, can um, I impose something on this that he's like Tarzan in it with his scar? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're you're kind of like uh, in in parts where the uh, where the undergrowth is a bit too thick, grabbing onto kind of like large vines and tree branches that are within reach because this place is still overgrown inside the fence and just kind of like grin like. <laughs> uh, Dodging bits that he feels that he could trip on. God's nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Hey! I'll, I'll ask them. Good work. He'll be okay though, right? I'm, I'm sure of it. Yeah. He works here, so. He knows the place like the back of his hand. He honestly, you're probably taking a tea break yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's, let's go. You look a little shook up, Nano Ranger. Oh, I've just, just been running. Well, we got rid of Mr. Mr. Gumble, his name was. Professor, sorry, Professor Gumble. Oh, cool, he seemed nice. He was hunting ghosts. Oh, that's super cool. He may come back once uh, we've acquired the property. I wish I met him. He, uh, may, he may return. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, okay, so I guess, like, his, like, I guess his, his little data pad kind of thing that he's got mm-hmm. as part of his suit, and he's looking on the map where they need to pass, they need to go. Is it just? Is it all just one property? Is it one it's, big? It's, it's a um, London Studios is large, but it's a single. It's a single building. It stretches out quite away from where the studio bits and pieces are. Okay. But now, having done your sprint around the space, <laughs> no, I know uh, you you know the vague where the where the where you kind of where where you showed up <laughs> earlier the first time and saw the three figures standing inside. Yeah. You know how to get to that part of the entrance from where you are quite easily now. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, so, uh, 
this way, I think. Let's, Let's go. go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you walk around to to the front of, uh, of of London Studios. Dilapidated vines are crisscrossing windows. The door is still it's still it's still got crud in front of it. A lot of plant material, um, but it looks like it's openable. This guy, yes, opens yeah. the door. Wrench that door open. Uh, as you peer inside, um, the general place of it, rather than it looking like it had collapsed from the inside, the building is in pretty good condition. It's just overgrown, so there's grass instead of carpet, almost, and the walls um, have taken on bark-like textures, and uh, bits of foliage are kind of leaning out from the outside. That's pretty dope. Um, so the, uh, a weird magical effect of the uh, flower bomb. You've not seen it up close. You've only really seen this from kind of like news feeds going on from outside, which is just trees. But you've not seen really, really what it does to a building. But yeah, it looks worn down. And you can still see bits of floor and bits of wall and lighting fixtures. The lights are on, but yeah, it, it's 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 wide and empty. You can see the opening foyer. There's just there's seating. Um, there's there's a desk entirely unmanned. Um, there is a um, multiple kind of trid screens, some intact, most broken. Okay. Can I see if I can turn on like one of these screens or like? Get like a look for like where the power might be coming from. Sure. As you start to walk inside, uh, <laughs> uh, as you as you all walk inside, the 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 lights flicker in in a way that um, you will notice, but isn't necessarily inherently alarming. Um, and you feel a kind of like breeze, breeze pick up, rustling of leaves on the wind, um, and from the left and right walls, vines and cables and bits of studio lamp and just kind of start rushing into the center of the room, um, forming a mass in front of you, entwining itself uh, into what looks like rudimentary kind of limbs and a torso and a head and as more bits of uh, d- just general detritus flowers kind of like intertwine themselves to look like clothing um, long rushes kind of form the shape of hair and there is what looks a good deal like a human male uh, around six foot three rooted into the floor with his back turned to you is standing there <coughs> and he turns around uh, looks at all of you and I would like you all to make a uh, a logic roll oh, balls. Uh, two hits. <laughs> One success. Two successes. <laughs> um, oh, so, uh, Nano Ranger and uh, Kyoto Joe uh, recognize uh, this this figure. Um, this is actually a really famous game show host from a couple decades ago that used to put out. If there was a hot like game show format produced by a London studio, Leon Lycoris was the host or was a producer or a director on it. Um, he had, was involved in so much stuff. You didn't think that there could be Game Show the movie, but he directed Game Show the movie. <laughs> it was shot live. Like, people piled into, like, a... Uh, 
people piled into cinemas uh, across the country to watch essentially a movie be filmed live and there was still special effects uh, like uh, actors from it was a celebrity guest show as well because of course this major one has to have celebrities on it not regular joe schmoes so various actors that you remember guest featured on this one of them lost their lives may they rest in peace uh, the third act was very dangerous um <laughs> He died, as far as you were aware, in the in in the uh, in the flower bomb uh, incident. So seeing Leon Lycoris at all is odd. Okay. Uh, and he, as as he says, he he kind of stares at all of you, and it's like, um, so I assume that you are here for the casting call that I put out. Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, lovely to meet you, Leona. Oh, excellent, excellent. I'm, I'm afraid I don't touch, uh, contributors. It's, uh, legal, legal things. Um, but, uh, yes, I, I'm glad that someone showed up from the casting call. It has been... He thinks really hard about how long it's been, and it's been a while, um, and I'm glad that we have uh, some people that will help me put this goddamn show together. Nano Ranger and uh, Kyoto Joe also remember there was a lot of buzz about him putting his magnum opus together that he'd been working on for the better part of a year. He died um, before that show went to air. Um, So, yes, excellent. Uh, I'm glad I have contributors. Uh, Leona, you say, what special skill did you apply with again? Oh, um, can I do some, I've got athletics, so can I do like a couple of cartwheels and... Alright, go, go do me a cartwheel. Cool, so athletics is agility plus one. Three successes. Yeah, you do some cartwheels. You meant to avoid tripping on still detritus on, on the floor and he's like, okay, Yes, sure. I mean, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I've, I've seen better, but we can get a stunt double for you. Uh, you and your favourite colour? Purple. That makes... No, you're, you're currently in camera at the moment. So, okay, yes, purple. Excellent. And uh, you? I am Isambard Pemberton. <laughs> you just... Not a regular smile spot. Good. Uh, special skill? Um, I'm very strong. Perfectly fine. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, I mean, I mean, I put out. I'm. I, I must have put out request for just a strong guy in a purple suit. I, I must have done because otherwise, why would you be here? Favorite color? Or is that a stupid question? And um, purple. Also sure. Uh, and you? Uh, 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 nano, uh, ranger. Damn it. Sure, that's not a name, but I suppose I, you know, stage names are important. Uh, skill, uh, teal. I mean, uh, 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 and then just like uh, runs up one of the walls to the side really quickly. I don't know why I asked for three people with physical acrobatic skills. Maybe they're a troop. What's your? F- you already said teal, so I guess it's that. <laughs> Well, I've never uh, been on TV before. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think we're actually going to be on TV. Aww. 
Well, I'm trying to, you know, put on uh, shows that will be hot for uh, 2060, and I know that purple is out in 2060, so your favourite colour is red, and yours is now uh, eggshell. That's the tone, but okay. I do that with the court, and it instantly goes to red. Good. I like a team player. Uh, Teal is fine. It's close enough to eggshell, depending on the kind of quality of their connection. They probably won't be able to tell the difference. Anyway, anyway, um, thank goodness that you guys are here. I need uh, both talent and there were runners, but they don't seem to be here. So I guess I'm going to have to get you guys to do it. Um, The show will be on... I remember some of it, but I am sure that I have emailed you the script in advance. You already know it, and you can remind me the bits that I don't remember. Just gather all the bits and pieces that you need from here. Um, I'm sure you've already called ahead, and all the bits and pieces you need for the show have been delivered. Just go and find them, and go and meet me in the main studio when you're ready, and we'll put this show on and uh, I will get all the accolades that I so gratefully deserve because I am Leon Lycoris. Uh, does this does this work for all of you? Um, yes, absolutely, sir. Thank you, Leon. Good, good. Um, the last talent that I had um, appear here, they uh, flaked before the call time. So just to make sure that you guys stay on task, and he clicks his fingers. Tree trunks slam from the ceiling. In front of the door. Thwomp. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I will see... <laughs> so appropriate. <laughs> I will see you all uh, in the main studio. Can I just ask where the dressing rooms? Oh, uh, you'll be able to tell. Um, we we uh, They are down that hall on the left, um, but you can follow the uh, studio guide here, and he gestures towards one of the trid windows on the wall. Um, it's not broken, and it actually comes into life and shows you a floor plan mm-hmm. of the entire building. There's a data jackpot in it if you want to download the file. Um, is that everything you need? I don't care. And he kind of like <laughs> sinks. Uh, there, there is, there is a large gust of wind strong enough where you kind of like, uh, are buffeted around a bit in was like a, a sea of leaves and petals kind of obscure your vision. And as they clear, the hallway is empty again. Magic. Oh God, we're in. Oh, this is going to be horrible. I keep forgetting this is a magic world because it's in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should give that darling dwarf a call while I'm going to go and download whatever information I can. Yes, I think I will do that. And uh, with that, the camera pulls out of the building further and further out until it's getting the, the, the River Thames. It would like look like the classic soap, but except, you know, uh, a decent chunk of it is covered in plant, a decent chunk of it is covered in uh, oily, filthy, now cityscape. No, that's uh, the same. <laughs> that's exactly true. the same. And then the talent agency flashes across <laughs> yeah. the screen. And <laughs> uh, we'll return after these messages. It's fair use, it's parody. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Talent Agency, Mission 3, Part 1, Overgrown. The 
theme music is Ammonia Clouds by Blank Banshee. On this mission, you've been listening to Scotia as the Neon Hand, Louis as Kyoto Joe, and Paolo as Nano Ranger. I've been your GM, Nathan. This episode's inspiration song is Overgrown by James Blake. Like all nerdy adolescents who care way too much about music, I had some go-to artists when I was in a broody mood. And during university and a little while after, James Blake was one of my favourite artists alongside Tyler, the creator. They both have different musical styles, but they're both super heavy on the sad piano refrains and have angsty lyrics to match. I jokingly called them depression core, but considering my state of mind at the time, I think that's probably pretty accurate. Overgrown is from James Blake's second album, also called Overgrown. His first album was a super quirky sudden hit, but the large amount of fame he got didn't really suit his uh, aesthetic, I guess. So Overgrown is about how he'd rather be an unknown entity, merely a weathered stone in a distant future that's possibly forgotten him as a person, but not his music. Definitely listen to Overground the album if you want to listen to a rain-swept cliff face in winter expressed in, like, electronic music form. If you want that experience, but blacker and with an arguably queer undertone, absolutely start listening to Sanford also. He's more outgoing, but it hits me in just the same place in terms of vocals and composition. Tune in next time for the verdant horrors of the old London studios. Stay dangerous and stay weird, runners. <laughs>